everybody. Welcome to Restaurant Punk. Restaurant Punk. Badass Liz. Badass Liz. The Pete. The Pete. And me. All right. I'll shape with this. So you know how you talk shit about. No, I do not, Liz. I <laughs> do not know how I talk shit. I have no idea. Uh, about how people playing it safe and staying in corporate like TGI Fridays opposed to owning their own restaurant, right? Oh, fuck. Yeah, right? go ahead. Uh-huh, All uh-huh. right. Mm-hmm. Okay. So you remember like back in the day when Pete was a chef? Now, did you have like a passion? Was that your passion? Did you enjoy it that much? I started cooking at George's and Yanni started teaching me how to flip eggs. And then I got a little stage at another place that friends of ours had in Cape May. And when I went to Philly, I wanted to cook. Yanni said, do you want to make money or do you want to learn? I said, I want to learn. So he sent me off to the right place to apply and knock on wood. Liz, what are you trying to say? Like something's going on. Something's (laughs) cooking here. I don't feel like we got to the topic yet. Oh, we're getting there. Okay. Okay. So So, passion. So when you look at someone who, let's say they owned a restaurant and they decided to go and play it safe and do, the point isn't that they play it safe. The point is that they go into corporate and you look at them a certain way, like they sold themselves to the devil, right? Did Pete sell himself to the devil when he left being a chef to come work for you and open restaurants and be an owner instead of being a chef? Is that, is that the question or that is, is this the topic? Both. It's a topic. Let's talk about it. I'm just saying. It, it's such an easy answer. That's why I'm. Is it though? Sure. It I was. think it is too. Absolutely. I no, think we think he, alike. Yeah, Absolutely. But he, and you know what? I'm going to let Pete answer this okay. question. Uh, well, I don't think I sold my soul to the devil. I don't know, whatever, however you mentioned it, but, uh, I came down to Cape May because I wanted to work not for, but with Yanni to start growing. So Yanni had George's place going on. And I remember I was on the phone with him. He's like, what do you want to do? You want to come down to Cape May or stay in Philly? I said, I want to come down to Cape May, open up a restaurant down there. It's like, okay, get your ass down here. And I moved down there and yeah, it's it's different working for yourself because I, I don't want to work corporate. I never want to work corporate. But at the same time, I wanted to build something together down here. Okay. I think I think you said selling yourself to the devil would be working and staying at corporate. Well, my thing is I was editing a previous episode that you the two of you did and talked about how, you know, one point you were a chef and you had the chef mentality. Mm-hmm. And then once you started owning, you shifted into an owner, owner mentality. mentality. So that's what I'm saying. There was a shift at some point. He he made a decision. I think that decision, if you don't mind me cutting and answering mm-hmm. that, is I had that chef mentality at my job because okay. I didn't want that to be my career. That's fair. And when I'm focused in that, which I was for a little over seven years because that was my job at that point in time, that's how I thought for seven years straight. And that's what I brought with me to Cape May. But when I opened up my first business the first time, <laughs> I quickly learned that that's only going to get me through the door. It's not going to get me any further if I keep thinking that way. And I had to make a lot of adjustments. And that whole mindset shifted dramatically in my head. And I think up until this point, opening up the new place that we're trying to open now is when I've kind of started shifting back into that old culinary mentality because that's what's needed at this point. Yeah. I think as a business owner, your mind has to shift because if you're doing one job, being an owner is not a one job. It's many jobs under one roof that you have to account for. Well, I just wondered like, 
like chefs, how they would feel. It's like, you know, you're in the trenches, with, you know, with the back of the house. I just always wondered if people thought you're, you'd be selling out to go and cr like cross the line and become an owner to make money. You're, I'm sorry, you're calling that part the sellout? The sellout working a corporate job as a corporate no, I was chef making, I was <laughs> and then selling out to be a business owner? Or are you talking about- No, I was comparing the two. There's, so no, there's no comparison, Liz. I'm sorry. You know, I, if you saw a previous episode, then you know that this is a touchy subject for me. No shit. <laughs> <laughs> now, a lot of Stir people, a lot of people, and they might be watching or listening, don't know how to get into their own business. They're searching. They're asking the right questions. They're trying to find a way in. There's no easy way in. You're either A, going to get a fucking sucker deal, okay? Or B, somebody's going to help you. You need help. Help. Help is okay. And I don't mean just financially. Just you need some help because the risk involved. Now, are you 20 years old, 30 years old, 40 years old? That's a factor. Do you have a family? That's a factor. So are you a sellout if you went to culinary school, got a job at a hotel? Unfortunately, Pete, you might agree with me on this. And this would be another thing. What the fuck? Yeah. There's a ghost in here. So sorry. There's a fucking ghost in here. Tell um, it, go to the light. Go to the light. <laughs> <laughs> you might agree with me on this. How many culinary students get to stage or do an internship at the French Laundry? Mm -hmm. Uh, it depends on the school, but I find that the majority of culinary students wind up in some kind of corporate hotel fucking mm -hmm. bullshit where they got to wear the chef fucking Boyardee hat. And mm -hmm. you know what? Next thing you know, you're 32 years old, you're married, you got two kids. And you know what? You can't just go out and risk it all to go into your own restaurant. That's a good point. I, I think that... I think that's a great point. Well, Liz, I'm, do you think that's a great point? Because Pete thinks it's a great point. It's fair. I, so I'm thinking in terms fair. of- That's a safe answer. So when I think of a chef, I think it's it's creative. It's a creative type of job. It's like, not. Okay. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Was it, I don't know, I came over. What the fuck's going on right now? Was that a smack for me to shut the fuck up? <laughs> Maybe. Was that a smack of excitement because your answer is going to be so good from your fucking reply? You feel like a chef is a creative, jo a creative job. I, no, no, that's no. all it that's is. That's one aspect of a it. A chef is a chef. Well, I will say but one it, thing. There's creativity involved. Like an artist, there's creativity involved. That's so, why chefs are so popular it, because it's a renaissance. Did I just cut you off? You don't like being cut off, do you? So you're going to get it. <laughs> well, just to cut into this real quick. When I did work in Philly, there were two chefs that I've worked under over those seven years or more chefs, but two chefs left their positions to not be a chef anymore because family, family started and the career and the hours and everything they put into it, they couldn't survive with the family, with that lifestyle. I'm sorry, and Pete, did it one shift over to, as a food representative? Food representative. Sorry, okay. Yeah, you remember. Exactly what you're talking about. You remember. And this guy's a fucking chef. Yeah. And, and if you're, and if you're watching Dan, yeah. Hi. But uh, no, respect. it was not a cop out because yeah, a lot of respect. He taught me a fear. lot. It's called fear. But no, he he had his priorities lined up and that's what his life called for at that time. He <sighs> the kids were grown up. They weren't babies anymore. They were in school. They were doing sports. He's like, now's the time to hang out with them. This is the time. That was his decision, but wrong he, decision. Or you could just not have kids. Wrong decision. I think it was too late at that point for him, yeah. but <laughs> <laughs> Wrong decision because we hear it all the time, Pete. Liz, we hear it all the time. I got to spend time with my kids. 
And when I say fuck your kids, they're going to be okay. They're going to need you down the road. Does anybody know how much college costs? University? I don't want to know. I have 16 more years to get there and it'll probably be more expensive. Uh, I am in the shit right (laughs) fucking now. And if you go back and tell me spend more time with the kids when they're five and two, Mm -hmm. as opposed to paying for university or helping them buy a home. Uh, fuck, fuck them when they're five and two. I'm sorry. True story. They're going to be okay. So I will use the chef that we use as an example because his talent, his chef acuity, whatever you want to call it was Mm -hmm. through the roof and you respected him very much, very much. So I respected him through you because Mm -hmm. of the way that you talked about him and the talent level. Will he regret now going from being a chef to selling out to being a fucking food rep. No, he did it for his family because he probably thought it was the right thing to do. But if he would have stayed a chef, I promise you right now today, he would be way higher up. And I don't mean like being a chef and owning his own place, but we have a mutual friend, Peter and I, Mm -hmm. who's been through the shit for 25 fucking years. And now as the executive chef for uh, Jose Andres, Mm -hmm. the validity he's gone through Hopefully he'll be on the show to talk about exactly what you're talking about. Yeah. Well, I'm just saying, if you remain a chef, let's say that's your passion. I do feel that that's a creative job. There obviously there's more. It's not a creative job because if your owner's telling you what the fuck to do and what to put on the specials menu, it's not creativity. Well, this is where it comes down to if you're in a chain restaurant and if you're in a big corporate place or you're in a small corporation with like six or seven restaurants, BYOBs or whatnot. You know, Pete, we're not allowed to say whatnot on the show anymore. I'm sorry. Oh, yeah. We Whatever. cut that out two episodes ago. <laughs> but no more whatnots from here on out. What I'm saying is, though, the the creative aspect lies in a certain genre of restaurants. Yes. It's not in all of them. Right, I mean, it's easy yeah. to Pete put on a really special. Sexy said that, huh? can, can you repeat that? The genre? That the was really, genre that was really fucking good. Did you hear that? <laughs> Holy shit. I mean... I've, well put, no, Pete. I and I like no that. panties are getting thrown at me, but Pete, do you notice like that Liz? Wow, <laughs> <laughs> Pete, have you noticed that Liz from minute one up until now has kind of gone? Where's the fire? Come back with the fire. Uh, What's I, the I think, fucking question. I think Liz? she I like thought she threw gasoline, Liz. but well, I just feel like this is all over the place. Maybe just in my head it is. <laughs> but my point is, just like an artist, um, I I still feel I understand what you're saying. Like not all places you can create your own menu. Right. I'm thinking in terms of those type of places that if you had the opportunity to make your own stuff and and you have that your passion and then you turn around and say, well, I'm just going to go make money instead. Well, you at think, the same, will other chefs, will other chefs re- respect you? Well, if, if I can much? use that genre word one more time, I feel no, like there's different. All right. There's different aspects <laughs> of being a chef or strong suits from profitability chefs to efficiency, mm. running chefs to yeah. creative chefs to uh, just all different types. And I think that some of those restaurants need uh, more efficiency, uh, a chef that can really bring an efficiency to yeah. that restaurant when it comes to food costs, when it comes to times, when it comes to this, that, and the other. And there's other chefs that need to come into restaurants to bring a whole new fresh aspect to the culinary department. I've, there's just different needs. And how, do you, how do you, my question is, how do you break those boundaries? In other words, you're going to have to take a lot of risks. So this is why I'm anti what you're saying, because you're not a real artist if you're getting a paycheck every week. I'm Mm. sorry. So if you're getting paid a paycheck every week that's guaranteed, uh, as far as renaissance goes, like how far are you really willing to go when you go to like uh, Grant over at Alania? 
Yeah. He worked under Thomas Keller. He mm-hmm. got a foundation under him. He didn't get that from fucking culinary school. So if you're willing to take risks, here's the real question. Is it your money or is it somebody else's money? So I would say, you know what? If you want to make money, fuck off. If you want to take risks. But if you have to ask your daddy, AKA your owner, can I try this tonight? And mm-hmm. you need an okay. Difficult because chefs, the ones that really like break the boundaries and have really like gone on to become legendary, they're special. They're mm. special, but they've been let loose to do whatever the fuck they want. So great. Great. Yeah. Well, you know, I'll be honest with you. Yeah. Uh, please uh, be honest. I only brought up this topic to stir the pot with you. Like, I don't really care about the well, answer. <laughs> I, I think I, I'll speak for Yanni when and say <laughs> challenge accepted. <laughs> Bring it on. Come up with another one to stir it a little more. Did, okay. did Liz just drop the mic on me? You just dropped the fucking like, mic I, on me. I'll be honest. I didn't listen to half the shit you guys said because I didn't really care about the answer. I just wanted to see you get worked up. Yeah, just you really want to see me get worked up? Nah, well, I thought I you mean, believed in what you were saying. Really. If you believe in what you were saying, then that'll get me fired up. But then you kind of went down a couple notches. Like, and yeah, I'm like, I just lost interest. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> Okay. <laughs> I think for all the chefs out there that uh-huh. are working under somebody that are getting paid and doing that, if you want to take risk, you have to go out on your own. Yeah. And you know, that. you do agree with that or you don't agree with that. You don't give a shit. You just <laughs> brought it up to start the fucking pot. That's some punk ass shit. That's right. That's how you do it. All right. Thanks a lot. Badass. Right, thank you. You're so badass. I know. All right. I'm all getting right. the fuck out of here. All right. Bye. Up, punk. <laughs> PD pop. Badass Liz, PD Pop. PD Pop. What's with this PD Pop thing? You can't just. Uh, I'm trying different nicknames. Uh, make up I'm your own nickname. Waiting for can one to catch. Someone give him a new name, please. You can't someone. make up your. Yeah, we're you, open. We're open to ideas. So, that not a good idea. You're. Are you a chef? Are you just making your own rules? You can't make up your own fucking nickname. You get appointed a nickname. So anyone no, have a nickname somebody appoint for me one. Pete Kindly something, nice Liz over here. We can call it nice. Well, you you know. You were badass. Okay. I was going to okay. come to me, but not right now. All right. The Pete, badass Liz, Yanni out. Bye. Bye.